Hello, and welcome to Swallows on the Wire, a podcast where I explore slowing down and taking time to really notice the nature that is all around us. I invite you to join me as I delve into the fascinating joys of the natural world and all it gives us if we stop for a moment and pay witness to its wonders. In this episode, I take a look at the small wild in my weekly diary from the 3rd to the 9th of January 2022. Monday the 3rd of January. For the first time in a while, stars are visible in the early morning darkness. Pinpricks of glimmer laid out on velvet black. Each morning, as I let the cats out, I lean out of the door and inhale the cold and quiet and the sleepy sounds of birds rustling feather on roosting branches. Climbing back up the hill towards home, fields stretch either side of me, dark with clay soil, some showing patches of small green and winter crops low to the ground. A red kite hangs in the blue air, intent and focus in its head and wing, graceful in its powerful poise. The wind has changed direction and with it brings a new feeling that pricks at the back of the mind. Thin and curled stems of wisteria climb and crawl up the rough garage walls. Tendrils knot and cross, some stretching away and unsupported ends lightly wave movement, tethered at a distance. They look an impossibility of the thickly crowded light green leaves that hung there only a month or two before. Shy Dunnock scuttles around under the patio table while the more boisterous starlings and sparrows cause a fuss. Tuesday the 4th of January. The temperature drops. A bite has come with the turned wind. The world is bleak and grey, washed of colour and immediacy of life. Everyone and everything is sluggish in the monotony and desolation. Some winter days are fired by the sharpness of cold and the dazzle of low suns blinding with their ferociousness. Days like today are made for sleep and found warmth tucked away. Wide empty fields stretching on, punctuated by trees. Mud thickens roads. The evening slips away with hints of pink, yellow and purple on a distant horizon. The blinking lights of a tractor move behind a dark hedgerow, flickering as if oversized fireflies were dancing in the tree line. It is cold. All is so very quiet and still. A blackbird glides down the length of the garden at purple dusk light soon becoming lost, dark feather into shadow foliage. Wednesday the 5th of January. Bright stars on dark skies, steam puffs of cloud from warm lips on cold air. Frost and ice arrive in the night and lay down lace sheets of white. Robin is ready for breakfast and stays near me as I fill the feeders. 
Once again, I hold out my hand filled with food and he is so close to coming fully to me. Round, puffed up, red, white and brown born. My fingertips start to burn with cold in only moments, so I give up before he gives in. Starlings and sparrows come in next. A flashing of speckled black, green and purple coats and striped jackets of brown and black. A bright ball of sun lifts from the tree line, serving to darken the outlines of branches that cross the light. Morning is dazzling, glaring sun low on iced roads. Car windscreen scraped of hard frost. Beautiful, with hints of danger. All the birds make the most of the sun and fly in stunning bright blues. By afternoon, the sun has gone and it is so very cold. Blackbirds feast on cotoneaster berries, of which not so many remain now. Two collared doves stand on the edge of the feed tray, bobbing their heads down to eat. A fat wood pigeon looks on from the weeping crabapple before barrelling in and filling the whole tray with its hulking body. But it must feed too. Thursday the 6th of January. Minus three degrees Celsius when I leave for work. No swirls or ferns of ice on the windscreen, but thick opaque covers of white. My fingers sting with cold, exposed and red, burning. The sun, a huge ball of neon orange, sits low in the sky, shy of its overwhelming presence, hiding behind dark tree lines glaring off iced roads. Sight often obscured by a blaze which lingers as sunspots in the eyes long after. A buzzard flies low over my car in early morning. Thick, large body, steadfast and strong. Sure wings outstretched, gliding and relaxed. The air is hung with cold so intense it is tangible. Friday the 7th of January. It is a busy breakfast at the feeder. A roiling movement of feathers and beaks, bodies from the absurdly large wood pigeons to the small, fast gangs of sparrows. Male blackbirds still spend more time chasing each other off than getting to the food. Another's presence is simply not tolerated. Blue tits have the measure of things and either dart quickly between the other bodies to steal away their morsel to take to a safe distance or wait until the main frenzy is over and make their repeated lilting flight back and forth in peace. It is bright by morning and jackdaws come out to play in the sun. They glide in groups over rooftops and lazily turn gentle shapes in the sky. Sunning themselves, they play about the chimney pots. I drive home in the dark with stars dotting the sky, trinkets of precious glamour. An owl calls me home against a bright crescent moon. Saturday the 8th of January. It is cold and the day is made of rain from beginning to end. Saturation. 
Grass gives way underfoot with the wet sounds of damp earth deep below and mossy tops filled with water. Glistening paving slabs and wet roads shine. Sturdy thick green spears of daffodils stand inches out of wet soil in flower beds. Robin shelters under the patio table, a flash of red within the gloom. Darting out, a quick snatch of mealworm, then back to dry shelter. The jackdaw, with the one leg that hangs as he flies, passes over the garden, solo. I wonder where his companion is. There is new growth on the calibracoa. Tiny green leaves, new at the base of old. It rains all day, relentless and without ease. Sunday the 9th of January Heralded by the ringing of cockerel crows, the day begins cold, overcast and still, and yet turns to brightest blue. The air pinches despite the sun. My eye and heart are caught by the impossibly small shape of a wren. It picks its way round the lavenders and border edges, perfectly round with cocked stubbed tail. A buzzard circles and spirals low. Blue tits loop to the feeder, having waited until after the breakfast rush hour, when blackbirds fastidiously chase all, and sparrows and starlings bicker. Now most berries on trees have gone, the blackbirds are more frequent to pecking under the feeding station. A sparrow sits on one of the wrought iron arches that hangs a feeder, Robin flies in and tries to usurp the small brown bird. Mid-air flap and tussle, but Sparrow doesn't move. A downy white feather hangs suspended on a breeze I cannot see. A gentleness to its almost imperceptible movement. These things have sent out early, and perhaps out of time, flowers. Anemones wood violet, nigella, periwinkle, and there are thin, glossy, dark green spears of grape hyacinth and the thicker, tightly packed promise of hyacinth themselves. Forerunners. I see all this new life and more, and I can't help but rush towards spring in that moment and the summer that will come after. And my heart skips a beat in excitement, at the thought of the lilac that will come. Thank you for listening to Swallows on the Wire. You can follow Swallows on the Wire on Instagram at Swallows on the Wire or follow more of my works by visiting my website jenny-may.com.